Gee, the weeks roll around pretty quickly. Uh, I've got to say, this is the second last week that we'll be uh, doing health uh, and wellbeing with you, Peter Mullen, for 2019 anyway. Good afternoon. That's right. We'll be a new decade next year, 2020. Oh, gee, that makes you feel a bit weird, doesn't it? <laughs> it does sound like um, it sounds like it should still be quite a while away, not just. We'll be into the roaring a few weeks. the roaring twenties, something like 100 that. Hundred years on from that. No, that was the roaring forties. <laughs> uh, look, last week you were talking your top three herbs for stress. We're still in stress land today. Your top ten tips to treat to treat stress naturally. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas time can be a time when you know things can be a bit more stressful. So I thought we'd better um, have a revisit of that. So, yeah, top 10 tips for dealing with stress. Peter's top 10 tips for treating stress, uh, but doing it, doing it naturally. And look, stress, it's, it's just everywhere, Peter. I know there is a little bit of it that we have to accept as part of life, but it can get over the top, can it not? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Absolutely, it can get over the top. And um, we need to remember that stress is important because that helps us to achieve uh, and helps us to get up in the morning and do the things that we need to do to um, be happy and healthy. Um, but we don't want stress that's out of control. And last week we were talking about just tips to help manage stress, and I think one of my favourite ones is to actually sit down and work out what is the biggest cause of your stress or what is causing you the most stress. I reckon there would be, if you do such an exercise, it's kind of like budgeting. You will you will get surprises, but at the same time you won't be surprised. No, that's right. And often what happens is stress all rolls into one big um, snowball. So if you can sort of separate what's stressing you out into their individual, um, you know, put them back in their individual boxes, so to speak, then you can choose to sort of deal with one thing at a time. So stress helps us to perform, but it's it's when we get in when we get overloaded, then we become immobile. We don't know where to start. So mm. having a chat with someone, as I said last time, writing down that list of everything that's causing you stress at the moment, and then go back and prioritize, and then work out what. This is things you can do things about some things some things sometimes from a stress point of view, say you're stressed about a relationship, you know do we keep going, do we not keep going sometimes um sometimes um it's more the fact of you don't have enough information yet, so it's okay to say right, I'm going to give that another three months, and that way you're not putting pressure on yourself that you've got to deal with it all tomorrow, so it's okay sometimes to put things back and give a bit more time because sometimes we don't know the answer yet does that make sense it so, does. so put things compartmentalize them so the things that are very urgent and have to be dealt with now we'll deal with those but it's like all these other things look there's things i don't know there's then that's not due yet we'll just put that down the road yeah and, yeah and park it, it park it down the road mm. give yourself a bit more time and then you know deal with some of the other things that you can do stuff with so Alrighty, a couple of things that you've got. Your number one on your list is hydrate. So why is actually having the right amount of water going to help uh, relieve stress? And what would be the right amount you would suggest? Well, it's really interesting. Over winter, I definitely think I didn't drink as much water as I normally do. I think most of us don't. It's just a, it's just a fact. It's a thing. And it did feel like it was a chore. But when with this being summer, once you drink enough water in the day, you actually do feel better for it. But you've got to get to that magic amount for you. So for me, I usually try and drink about a litre up until lunchtime, maybe a litre and a half, and then I'll have the other half. So I have about two litres a day. But when I get up to the right amount, I definitely feel better, calmer. Um, and, you know, drinking your eight glasses of filtered water, remember we said before, um, all of your organs, including your brain, need water to function. Studies show that being dehydrated by just 500 mil can increase your cortisol or your stress levels. So, yeah, you'll actually be calmer if you keep well hydrated. 
And uh, still, while we're on the uh, liquids, uh, to try and drop out or at least reduce some of that uh, caffeine intake. Yeah, look, I know this one's not always a popular thing to talk about. but It's not because for a lot of people, they find that that is actually a stress management tool, or they, well, they believe it is. Yeah, absolutely. And, and having a cup of coffee does help improve your mood for some people and does help to clear your brain and help with concentrating. But the problem with that is you, you have a crash after. So the caffeine gives you a bit of hit of adrenaline and stress hormone. Hormone, pardon me, but then inevitably that when that runs out, you crash, and then you're looking for another coffee. You're going to be tireder, more anxious, more stressed. So it's a good exa- good um, good thing to do is to try and cut back to maybe one coffee a day and make sure you have that one coffee before 10 o'clock in the morning if you're still going to have a coffee. And keep in mind that your, your cup of coffee doesn't count as your, your water intake. <laughs> no, no. If you, drink, if you drink three cups of coffee, you're probably going to wee out about three and a half cups of water so it's actually a diuretic it'll make you more dehydrated not less dehydrated something to think about there the next on your list is to practice mindfulness while eating so i guess it's the way we eat the our approach to eating yeah well one of the one of the things that you know often happens you know when you're 20 you're stress coping or your your baseline might sit at say five out of ten and what happens over time you know, life gets busy, you know, kids getting married, houses, jobs, all those sorts of things. It's like someone's turned the volume up on the car radio. Until now, our new baselines are seven or an eight. So if you're sitting down and you've hoovered down your whole lunch in two seconds flat, it's because your nervous system's too turned on. You're actually too stressed. So every time you eat, I call it foodfulness. Every time you eat, it's an opportunity to stop. Put your hands and your knife and fork down between mouthfuls or put your sandwich down between mouthfuls. Make sure you chew your food to a pace like it's supposed to be chewed. And, um, yeah, it's a good way of just checking in and calming yourself down. That one I've made some notes on, Peter. It's <laughs> something I need to I, – I, I, you know where I fall down in this and always have because um, you always associate food with enjoyment and you'll sit down, you'll get the, the, the dinner particularly, sit down in front of the TV. Oh, yeah. And no, I know that's the killer. Big and you, mistake. And you just like woof it down and therefore you're associating food with enjoyment and you have a little bit more food than you probably would if you were in another environment. Yeah, we do. We, we food now has become part of um because we often eat to eat either the type of food or the amount to trigger a dopamine response in our brain. So we want to kind of almost lose that language that I love eating this or I love chocolate because when you're sort of using words like that, you're actually triggering those dopamine. You you are in love with the chocolate. Yeah, good luck with that one. Uh, you mentioned food a little earlier, Peter. We're going to stick with the foods, uh, but now this time the type of foods that we are putting into our diet. Yeah, look, definitely. And we were talking about that just before the break about how with food these days we use words like I love chocolate or I love this or I love that. And one of the reasons we feel not many in people love say, with those Not many foods. people surprisingly say they love kale or they love Brussels sprouts, but... <laughs> Just well, putting that out there. There's a possibility that those foods don't trigger that dopamine response. It's really interesting, actually. When you eat um, a meal for the first time when you haven't had it for a while, say you go home and your partner cooks you a, a beautiful baked dinner, and you say, oh, I love baked dinners, you know, and you eat mm. it, and it's, this is the best baked dinner I've ever had. And the reason you're so in love with it is because it's triggering a dopamine response in your brain. So say the next night you go home and your partner's, cooked thought oh that went well last night that baked dinner i'll do it again and you come home from work and you go mm. in the house and it's like oh baked dinner oh, i like a baked dinner <laughs> and that was nice but you're not in love with it like you mm. were the first time 
And then your partner thinks, oh, well, that went really well. Two nights running, let's do another baked dinner again. And you come home, oh, for goodness sakes, if I see one more baked dinner, I'll you know, throw it out the window because mm. you're not getting any dopamine response. And the reason that dopamine response is there is it keeps us moving on to try new food. So the idea is that we're going to get a wider range of nutrients. Okay. So why doesn't that work with chocolate? You can have chocolate well, every day coming, and you'll be okay. I'm coming to that. So the, this dopamine response with, with good food um, occurs only when you have that new food. So it helps us eat a wider range of food, and it also helps us to determine when food's off or not over the years as well. Now, the problem what the marketing companies have worked out is that sugar and fat, that lethal combination at the right amount, triggers that dopamine response, you guessed it, every single time you have it. So that's why you can be eating a block of chocolate and you only stop once you physically start to feel like you're going to be sick because mm. every time you've had it, your brain is going, oh my goodness, this is wonderful. You know when you eat something and you think, oh, that's hit the spot? That's the sweet spot that these marketing companies are talking about, that they get their product to, to hit that triggers that dopamine response that, keeps us coming back for more of that food so with that in mind we want to try and eat uh, some of those whole foods daily this is where like the uh, the fruit and veggies organic if you can and uh, some of the uh, so-called superfoods yeah look definitely so this is eating eating you know a wide range of healthy foods helps to stop those cravings but you kind of got to fall out of love with the chocolate you kind of got to give it up cold turkey you only have to be off it for a week and you won't miss it i promise and you'll be happy to have all these more um healthy you know healthy whole foods but definitely you know they're antioxidant anti-inflammatory um you know broccoli helps with estrogen clearance like all of healthy foods helps to decrease your stress levels number five yeah this is a pretty pretty simple one get moving get out there and get that exercise yeah yeah absolutely and there's nothing compares with exercise nothing has a single you know such a profound effect on every single cell in your body as 30 to 45 minutes exercise so Again, I, I keep talking about exercise, but you can't be healthy if you're not exercising regularly. It's as simple as that. And the benefit, too, if you're getting outdoors is you're getting a healthy dose of vitamin D, hopefully, as well, which plays a big role with um, anti-aging and mood and brain health as well. Now, those two things kind of fit into uh, tip number six, which is maintaining that healthy weight. Yeah, absolutely. Carrying extra weight. You know, anything above your ideal weight is a stress on the body as well. You know, every extra pound above the waist is the equivalent of two pounds pressure on your knees. So mm. we really need to get that weight under control to keep our joints healthy as well. So, yeah, it all does all does tie together. You're talking about getting rid of the stress, the fact that you won't have the program to do for eight or nine weeks. That will be one less thing off your stress table, won't it? No, I love the program. I love coming in. So oh, you have to spend more I time. Don't find at, it too stressful. You have to spend more time at actual work. So therefore, you might. <laughs> this might not go down in your yeah, favour. Actually, that's this is a nice little break from work. So, yeah. <laughs> that's all right, team. We'll be back shortly. Save all the problems for Peter this afternoon. Now, okay. So your seventh tip for uh, treating stress naturally. Again, a nice easy one. It says well, it's not easy. Saying get plenty of sleep, but if you're stressed, you end up having less sleep. So. How yeah, and, and your sleep that? quality is affected. So it's a double whammy. If you're not sleeping well, your body will be under considerably more stress during the day to function. And if you are under stress, then you can that can interfere with your sleep patterns. But, you know, some people um, are actually saying that sleep's possibly more important than diet and exercise. So, And I tend to agree. Like, I think sleep quality, and I know we've talked about that a lot on this show, but mm. having good quality sleep, making sure you get help to have good quality sleep, 
the hours before midnight that count and you must try and work towards getting eight to nine hours of good quality sleep. And do you know how you know you've had a good night's sleep? Oh, when you don't look like you've had a, <laughs> had a no, dodgy it's when night. You, when you wake up in the morning and it's a surprise to you and you think, oh, it's morning already. I must have, and that's when you know you've slept well because you don't feel like you've been awake all night or in and out of dreams or whatever. So, yeah, good quality sleep. Um, practice relaxation regularly. Try try Tai Chi, yoga, learn meditation. Um, I'm a big fan of talking therapies. You know, psychologists, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. There's lots of great resources and tips of helping to cope with stress. Um, take some natural medicines, take good quality, comprehensive, like my, what I call foundation nutrition is a really good quality multi, um, a really good quality fish oil that doesn't smell like fish oil or it's already gone off. And Hang on a um, minute. So, so what's, what's the more smelly it is, the worse it is? The more smelly it is, how, the more rancid it is. Ah, Just that when fish oil goes, goes off, off, it smells like fish. Mm-hmm. So if you open up your jar of fish oils at home and it really smells like fish, I wouldn't even give that to your dog if you like your dog. Why would you be giving fish oil to the dog anyway? Oh, it's really good for dogs. Is that, that right? Fish oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Healthy coats. Oh, good oh. for dogs with um, arthritis as well. It's interesting. We can You can use herbs like echinacea. You can treat animals with natural medicines the same, mm. the same conditions in the same way we treat adults. We might do a segment on it in the new year with the pet shop boys or something. Fair enough. <laughs> natural <laughs> so, medicines. So natural medicines and uh, yeah, getting that relaxation in, of course, sleep as well. Uh, another thing which is, I think this is a good one too, your final one, because it, it kind of gives you something to look forward to, is planning those regular holidays. Yeah, look, one of the one of the signs of, of being overstressed, overwhelmed is when someone says, Mark, do you want to come to a, would you like to come to a barbecue in two weeks' time? And you say yes. But in the back of your mind, you say, oh, I can't even think about I just always a say barbecue. No. In- <laughs> I just say no to events. <laughs> You're not a good example. Okay. A lot of people say yes, but in the back of their mind, they're saying, oh, my goodness, I can't cope with thinking even about one more thing. So that's a sign to me that someone's, you know, in that overload or overwhelm. One of the signs that you're that you you're out of that is when you can look ahead. You can think about the next year ahead and think, right, next year when where are we going to have our holidays? So, I always like to take a break around Easter, maybe around September October. We always close for two weeks over Christmas. So already next year, Dana and I have got our holidays already booked into our diary. We haven't even worked out where we're going to go or what we're going to do, but we just know that the year's already broken up into some nice chunks. I like that. Like you haven't got the, the destination, so maybe you just know that these are our break times and, yeah. and you're doing it. Yeah, and it's sort of more manageable. Peter, a lot there to think of, a lot to unpack. Of course, eating right, getting the exercise, the sleep, uh, and, and a little bit more water and less coffee and uh, some holidays. A lot of stuff in there, mate. And thank you for joining us for your what second last health and well-being for 2019. Well, next week we're going to go over the top tips for surviving the Christmas period. <laughs> Just have some more sleep and wake up on Australia Day. <laughs> yeah, sleep through it. That could be it. That could be a goal. Good. Sounds pretty good. Some. As always, a great health and well-being with Peter Mullen. We'll be back next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.